It's finally time to start firing up the grill. From city to shore, Acme is everything you need to prep for this summer season. Download the Acme app to shop for this season's essentials any way you want. Open the Acme app, clip your deals, then order your items online. An experienced Acme associate will carefully select your groceries, bag your order, and bring it right to your car or deliver right to your door. Download the app or visit acmemarkets.com for program details. I, uh, when I was running a couple weeks ago, I fell on my kneecap, like just straight up was airborne. And the first thing for me to land on was my right kneecap. And it still is in pain. Okay. Well, thanks for sharing that. So, I don't know. Do I need to get that looked at? Yes, you definitely Or is it just do. bruised? Like, is it weird to Google, like, how long should my bruised okay. kneecap hurt? I'm Paul. I'm going to make a poll. Should Lewis get his kneecap? looked at and i need everybody to say yes because no it's unnecessary if i don't need to it's your kneecap ouch welcome to casa de arte a podcast about creativity spirituality and the threat that holds them together love Hey everybody, Lewis here. And Ashley here. And we are back with another riveting episode of Casa de Arte in the midst of quarantine life. Yes, yes, yes. I don't know how you've experimented quarantine this year, but um, it's been a roller coaster of emotions. I know I am done with it. We had to cancel our um, bi-yearly travel plans yes our pilgrimage to new york which was very sad and just in general it's just hard to not be able to go anywhere as an extrovert i just i feel like my life is being sucked which leads us to our next uh, topic burnout burnout and we have talked about burnout before um in our episode about being burned by the church but this time we are actually going to be speaking on what is burnout, uh, how do we deal with it, and maybe you may be experiencing some burnout too. Yes. One of the reasons why um, you know, we thought about burnout, because I feel like in the midst of this COVID-19, this quarantine, um, what worked for us once doesn't necessarily work for us anymore in that... Um, you know, the hustle and the bustle life, it's not working anymore because it's not really what we're doing. Um, everything's kind of been forced to slow down. Even if you're still going to work, I think the leisure side of our lives have just really been, you know, muted, um, aside from binge watching, I guess. But even that has taken its toll and I know I'm kind of over it. I'm over TV, I'm over books, I'm over that kind of media entertainment, you know, I want something a little bit more physical. So burnout. Um, Ashley, how would you say you try to prevent burnout? Let's start there. Well, let me define burnout for me because everybody experiences it a little bit differently. But for me, I've experienced burnout when I am emotionally drained and 
I feel like I am overworked um, and have no rest. So for me, I try to always work from a place of rest. So if I don't have rest and I'm just working, working, working and going, 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 um, motivation just evaporates and I feel like I am just in this nonstop hamster wheel of death. I'm just going to keep going until I die. And so for me, um, I've really worked hard to have rituals, morning rituals, morning routines um, that can combat that. But with quarantine and the changes of rhythms, we I've, I've had to adjust. And unfortunately, I can't really speak highly of my morning routines as being as um, intact as they once were. Um, I feel like I'm just going to bed more tired and waking up more tired than before because I am, you know, entertaining these girls um, 24-7 plus also the business side of things, which um, even though I haven't been out shooting, they haven't stopped, which is a good thing, but also it's just been a little bit harder to manage with that. So with that said... Yeah, so with that definition now, how do you kind of prevent burnout from occurring? I have to take it day by day and taking moments to pause, to reflect. Um, I have a list of things that bring me joy, like reading a book, journaling, um, things that bring me to a quiet place in my mind, in my heart, just that stillness. And so it's very important for me to go back to those things, um, to experience some kind of rest, to, to rejuvenate, to have energy, to create and to keep going. So if I'm not doing those things that bring rest to my soul, I, um, will not, well, I will experience burnout pretty quickly. So in the mornings, I try to read my Bible, journal, um, meditate, um, at least even for just a minute, just to quiet my heart and set some intentions for my day. Um, And then I try to incorporate something creative um, that I can work on, that I can get excited for. So for example, today, um, it's... We recorded this podcast on Monday, so we're getting back to the swing of things of Lewis not being home, and um, our neighbors graciously gave us some tomatoes, and I decided that I wanted to try to make a pasta sauce for the first time um, with fresh tomatoes, and so that was something that I got really excited about and motivated to do um, today, and so it was able to combat, you know, some burnout that I would experience if... I was just kind of going back to the same routine from March 1st (laughs) of just like doing the thing. Um, It just kind of broke my day a little bit. But what about you, Lewis? Um, How do you experience burnout? Um, What does that look like for you? And then how do you combat that? Burnout is um, something for me that I guess happens when I start to lose meaning in the work that I'm doing. Um, if there's a disconnect um, uh, with my purpose and 
So, you know, this quarantine, COVID, um, I've been so blessed and I really have been blessed um, to be able to keep my job and my hours and my pay and all of that has gone unchanged. But the roles and responsibilities of my job have completely been uprooted as the program director for the city of Mulberry. I run all of our social media, our website. Um, I do various communication outlets, newsletters, e-newsletters, capital campaigns, things like that. But I also do all of our citywide um, events and I also do some various programming within that, which I've talked I've talked about my job before. I know why I'm giving that whole explanation, but all that to say, uh, everything has been canceled. Everything. It's very community based. Um, yeah, my my community oriented job has just been canceled. So, like I said, I'm really grateful that they haven't laid me off or anything, but it has really uh, uprooted my routine, my purpose, um, and my mission. Um, so I've had to kind of make do. And so when I first started out with this quarantine thing, I took a bunch of Skillshare classes, interior design, styling, photography, Instagram success, copywriting, all these different classes. And now that we're going on two months of this, I am just kind of losing my mind. And I think that I'm starting to experience burnout in the weird sense though, not from overworking, but from not working from a place of mission or of value. So I'm trying to prevent it, but uh, my personality type, I, I just finished a book on the Enneagram, um, The Road Back to You, I highly recommend it. Um, I just realized that I'm really starting to move in a very unhealthy place um, because of this disruption in my routine or my role in, in, in work or whatever. So now that I've kind of just realized that I'm in a healthy place, I'm trying to backtrack. So I'm not really doing preventative work now. I'm doing makeup work. And a lot of that has to do with uh, working my way into feeling as opposed to waiting on the feelings to come. Mm. So it sucks and it's really hard. Like I said, I'm grateful. And like it's one of those like first world problem things, I guess, that... Um, that this is a problem, but it is for me. I think it also highlights the inappropriate relationship I have with my value and my work, and how they they get cross they they cross mm-hmm. over into each other, and they really they really shouldn't. Um, I don't know. I wrote a blog post about it actually. Um, my most recent blog post. I encourage you to read it. It's a really encouragement to the soul that is in a, a job or is in a place circumstantially serving in a church, whatever it is, being at school, whatever it is, that you feel like you're undervalued or overlooked, over, um, underused, underutilized. And it's kind of a love letter to you, but it's also a love letter to me in that um, that's not where we get our value from. So while I know that cognitively having to act that out now is just really difficult for me and It'll be interesting what this week looks like for me because I can I can I can choose to sink deeper into my, for lack of a better term, depression, or I can figure out ways to combat it. Well, and it's just important to acknowledge that while this pandemic has 
um, created a loss of jobs, a loss of people, um, a loss of community. It also has created a loss of purpose and identity and that, um, it's okay to experience that and redefine some things in your life. And, and, you know, I can relate with Lewis and a lot of ways that because this has changed the game, um, a lot of things that I cared about, um, are not necessarily things that matter (laughs) in light of something like this happening and realizing that there's things that now as we're opening up and phasing in to community and to society again, that there are things that I have to grieve and let go that were from my life before the pandemic. Um, and choosing to, to embrace the new life that's to come because it's not going to, I don't think it'll be the same from what it was and was. You don't think it'll ever be the same? No, I think it's just going to be different. Ugh, I hate to believe that. Not fully, but there's just things that have to change. If anything, I've changed coming out of this. Right, I was going to say, yeah, like maybe people. I don't know. I mean, we have to go to get our hair and everything done with masks on. I mean, that's an aspect of life that has changed yeah no it's true but i guess the question is how long Mm. you know is it a new normal that it's a forever change we'll always wear masks now till we die or is it just a season and it's just part of the overall covid season which is from the start of it to whenever we can get back to not wearing masks i guess i don't know i know that um part of me combating this burnout or this loss of identity or or whatever is creating a a new system to thrive in um you know creating new creative challenges um curating a new work schedule well connecting with people connecting with people you've definitely changed the way that you connect with people um and in terms of like your work um how we meet for small groups things like that um you found creative ways to connect um we actually were in a birthday zoom meeting Mm. with lewis's cousin and it was a riot i mean i don't think we ever celebrated her birthday in the last i don't know since we've been since before we've been married so because of the pandemic we kind of got invited to this zoom meeting party and it was just hilarious to be a part of so um i would say that's a good aspect of the things that we've learned and how we're learning to relate to one another and be part of each other's lives yeah it was certainly a lot of fun and just something different i think that can be said there's definitely there's always the silver lining Mm -hmm. um how do you know that you're coming out of that burnout position? Oh, I'm not. Okay. Unless great. I decide to. As I say, like, I think that, um, not that burnout's a decision, but I think taking the, step. the steps to mm-hmm. get out of it is a decision. Mm-hmm. And I am kind of equating burnout with loss of identity, with depression, with a bunch of just a funk. Um, 
and I think because of COVID, it's hard to know if this is just where I'm at May 2020 or if it is because of COVID. Um, I'd like to think it's because of COVID, but I don't, you know, I don't really know. I guess it'll, hindsight will be 2020, but, um, like I said, it's going to have to be for me personally creating systems. And I think that's the key here is you have to figure out what works for you to get out of the rut that you're in. Um, creativity is always something that really speaks to me as well as the presence of God. Mm-hmm. So I know that if I'm not in God's presence on a regular basis, I'm going to suffer. Add in exercise, add in creativity, add in value in my work, add in mission in my work. You take all that away, which is basically what I've done, uh, and I'm left with nothing. Mm -hmm. So now I'm just kind of like, okay, you know, reevaluating how I use my time. Um, It's been nice because there hasn't really been a series that we've needed to binge i suppose um just because a lot of is off but now like i already can foresee that there's plenty of content that i want to watch in the next week and a half and so being wise with my time and saying like it's not bad to watch um tv but just just being wise because that can further the burnout i guess for me further the hole deep in the hole yeah, and, and social media has been... I've been burned out of social media. Everybody's on it. Oh, my goodness. And yes. there's not necessarily, like, valuable content out there. It's just people are just at home, bored, talking about being at home, bored, or stressed, or... Yeah, kids. a lot of re- repetitive content. Um, I know I'm taking a break because of my health. I, I end up comparing. I think that's what everyone does. So it's always good to take a breath and remind yourself that social media isn't reality. Um, it's a highlight reel. And that's fine. I think it's great. Even in COVID? Even in COVID. I also, like, I uh, when I was running a couple weeks ago, I fell on my kneecap. Like, just straight up was airborne. And the first thing for me to land on was my right kneecap. And it still is in pain. Okay. Well, thanks for sharing that. So, I don't know. Do I need to get that looked at? Yes, you definitely Or is it just do. bruised? Like, is it weird to Google, like, how long should my bruised okay. kneecap hurt? I'm Paul. I'm going to make a poll. Should Lewis get his kneecap looked at? And I need everybody to say yes, because... No, it's unnecessary if I don't need to. It's your kneecap. Ouch. So, anyways, that was very helpful to get out of the burnout. <laughs> Take the steps. Take the steps. Take the know steps. Know yourself. Be aware. Things like the Enneagram are really helpful in this area. Knowing what drains you, what brings you life, what excites you, what motivates you. Those are the things that you want to keep um, hold of. Um, like I said, I have a list of things that make me happy and joyful and make me feel like I can't accomplish anything. And I keep a list because I forget often and sometimes I like don't do the thing, the creative stuff or whatever. And then I notice myself going into this downward slippery slope. Um, So I have a list that I can be reminded of like, yeah, why don't I just blast some music and 
dance in my living room for five minutes and I know that I'm going to come out of it refreshed and much more excited about the work that I'm doing, which is valuable in itself. Absolutely. And not for nothing. I mean, having children, I think, doesn't really help Um, (laughs) in this COVID era. I thought this meme was so funny when it said, we haven't heard from the children of the greatest gift crowd in a while. (laughs) I was like, you're right, you haven't. And um, I I wouldn't change anything because my relationship with my daughters has grown so much in the last two months. But um, but it is draining too. It's really exhausting. And like you said, it's like you go to sleep tired and you wake up tired and it's just tired and you're just tired. And yeah, and they don't understand. You know, we have toddler kids, so maybe it's different for kids that have older children. But um, you know, my daughter asks me why we can't go to the grocery store if we go do curbside pickup it's like you know i want to go to target <laughs> it's like different things that for her were so part of her routine in the last three years that it's hard for her to grasp the concept that no we can't because people are sick so she doesn't really get it um so it's hard to to address that frustration in a toddler um being stuck at home in home but yeah i've we're doing some light homeschooling stuff um, and really trying to um, grow some seeds and grow some things here to keep us entertained. Um, and so that has helped tremendously. Um, but yeah, I find myself going back to uh, the old times and uh, looking at my birds and the cardinal um <laughs> birds now um the cardinal babies that used to come to my bird feeder they have grown up so now it's the adult son that comes and eats from my feeder and i get basically nostalgic because of it so uh, yeah that's 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 me that's me in a nutshell so if wherever you are in your um season for COVID, i guess while we aim to talk about burnout and we did I think we also really, this is just kind of a checkup episode in this um, COVID-19 season. So we want to know how you're doing. Please email us, um, Casa de Arte podcast at gmail.com, or, or you can find us on Instagram. And we really would love to hear from you and hear how you're doing, how we can pray for you. Um, and what are some things that you do to combat burnout? I mean, I yeah, love to hear from to other hear people. Yeah. Um, there's probably something that you do that could really minister to us and we can share it here on the next podcast absolutely so you are just as valuable in this conversation as we are together and so um please reach out please um let us know how we can just bring topics that can minister to your heart and as we wrap up tonight's episode um what is something you are consuming these days in the art world so I got a book um, about contact sheets, which are um, film negatives um, from back in the day. So whenever people publish photographs in magazines, they would send the contact sheets. And they would select from those contact sheets, they would select the images that they were going to get 
printed. Um, so it's a very interesting process, you know, from like 1930s on to 1990s. And so I'm, I'm looking through these contact sheets and it's like famous photographers throughout that have shaped photography. And I don't want to get too nerdy, but um, it's been cool to see the before and after of images that are like so iconic and seeing these photographers have a process and and seeing the similarities between my process and theirs, um, I, that's a lost art that I think that um, photography nowadays could really benefit from. So um, I'm en enjoying that. Um, I am reading some books. I'm reading The Montessori Toddler um, and For the Love of Children, um, Charlotte Mason. So I'm, I'm going, I'm doing those studies for my kids and I really enjoy them. They're highly, highly inspirational. Um, and then watching, we just got done with Fosse Verdon. I think Liz is going to speak a little bit more on that, um, because he's the one that suggested it. And I thought it was a great miniseries. Yes. Um, I will. I was actually about to speak about something else. Um, Fosse Verdon is on Hulu because mm -hmm. Hulu has a relationship with FX, which now that I think about it, I'm pretty sure FX parent company is Fox, which Disney owns. Disney also owns Hulu, so it's probably just this whole thing. But anyway, you can find a lot of HBO content and a lot of FX content on Hulu. Um, we just got in on the Hulu $3 a month thing that they sent to me. Um, anyway, so Fosse Verdon is a story of Bob Fosse and Gwen Verdon. Um, they are Broadway legends and played meticulously by Sam Rockwell and... Michelle. Michelle Williams, just a wonderful, wonderful, wonderful little mini series. I think it's like eight episodes. Yes, it's worth your time. Um, it speaks about the creative process, creative geniuses. Uh, lots of creative process. What talk. it's like to be married to somebody that's creatively at the same level as you, or you know, argue, or not. argue higher. So, um, and it's a true story. It's really cool. Bob, you would know, has work. Um, they're the ones that originated, you know, the original Chicago musical on Broadway, as well as he did the choreography for Pippin and Cabaret. Cabaret. He filmed, he's the director of that film. So really big in the musical theater world. Um, uh, but what I wanted to talk about was Miss, uh, Mrs. America, which is um, a FX miniseries as well that's streaming on Hulu. Look out for that come award season. I bet you it's going to be winning a lot. Um, Mrs. America tells the story of Phyllis Schlafly. Um, who is basically the anti-feminist movement godmother um, in the 1960s and 70s. Kate Blanchett plays the title character and just is so razor sharp. It's like you're cut every time you see it. She is a genius. She, we knew that from her acting already, but her embodiment of this conservative woman is just incredible, and I cannot recommend this series enough. Um, it is going to open your eyes so much to our concurrent political landscape, and um, it is worth your time. It is actually still an, it's still active, right? So Fosse Verdon premiered last year. This show is um, currently releasing episodes every Wednesday. You can find it on Hulu or FX, and it is um, it is incredible. And to see the what we're still struggling with today, they were struggling with in the 70s, it's just mind-blowing to me. Um, and then also to see how it's just little compromises that can really change a movement. Mm. So it explores the feminist movement and the anti-feminist movement. Um, I highly, highly, highly recommend it. 
But that is all the time we have for today. Um, so thank you all so much for listening, as always. And we hope to, uh, we can't wait to talk to you all soon. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Casa de Arte. If you have a question or topic you would like us to cover, email us at casadeartepodcast at gmail.com. We're still a new podcast, so if you like what you heard, please give us a review and share it with your friends. Now it's over to you. Go create and give your art a home.